Welcome back, and thank you for joining us for another Merida College podcast that celebrates the 50th anniversary of Title IX. Today, we are joined by Karen Cummings, who is a 1982 Merida College graduate. I'm Tom Perry, the Vice President for Communication and Brand Management at Merida College. I'll be your host for today's podcast and likely all of the other podcasts throughout the 2022-23 academic year as we look back on Title IX. We are pleased to have Karen join us today because of her unique experience as a student athlete at the college and how the passing of Title IX gave her a chance to participate in a varsity sport, something she never thought she would get to do. But we'll get into more of her story soon. Karen, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It'll be fun. All right. Well, like I said, we just get right into it. And I'm going to ask you a question here. And First one is, when you first attended Merida College in the mid-1960s, so as you heard your class year, some people might start to figure out what, what's going to happen here, but it was before the passage of the Title IX legislation in 1972. Can you talk about how the women on campus who had an interest in athletics found a way to compete or at least participate in sports in some way during your, your first experience on campus? Well, um, now I was there in 63, and would have graduated in 67. Um, we, I guess we played intramural sports. We, uh, we play, I remember playing volleyball. I was uh, Chi Omega. My maiden name was Carlson, so I was Karen Carlson. And I played intramural volleyball. We really didn't participate in sports that much. We watched it. We went to basketball games. We went to football games. We were more spectators than participants at that time. So in 1965, as you said, you, you would have graduated in 67, but in 1965, you decided to leave the college and you got married. However, you moved back to the area and returned to the campus. This is how you got an opportunity to play a varsity sport. Can you tell us that story and how you got this rare opportunity from someone who started college before Title IX and then had an opportunity to, to uh, get the experience or, and, and benefit from Title IX? Well, once I, I got married, I proceeded to have three children, and I moved up to – I had been living in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, and we moved up to um, – uh, New Hampshire, uh, and I took up skiing, I took up tennis, I took up running, and uh, I just became much more active. And then we moved down to West Virginia. We were about 50 miles away from Marietta, and I decided I wanted to finish up, and so I did. And my last year, because I I started off only going two days a week, and then I did three days a week. But my last year, I was going there, I think, almost every day I was driving down. So I just decided to go out for the tennis team. And I was chosen the sixth person on a six-person team. So I, the other players were better than I was, but I did make the team, which was quite fun. And it just was, it was fun. Uh, it's, it's just too bad we didn't have that opportunity when we went to school initially. Um, I will say that when we went to matches, the other people all thought I was the coach, and I was 36 at the time. So, uh, 
you know, uh, anyway, it just was fun. And the, and the yeah, other young ladies all accepted me, and practices were fun, and going to meets was fun. It was great. So we connected. Obviously, you had sent an email in kind of sharing this story, and I, obviously I said I found it very interesting. But you had said, like just in your email, the impact in, that Title IX had had on, on women, including yourself. Can you just talk about that a little bit, like this impact that you're talking about? You really – you experience it at one level, but not completely like the women of today do. But can you just talk about how important you feel this legislation was in, in giving uh, uh, female athletes more opportunities uh, to, to compete? Well, I could see it with my own daughters who, when they went to high school and college, they played organized sports. We had no organized sports when I was in high school or college. We only played intramural. I mean, just think about it. When we played basketball just in gym class, we couldn't even go over the center line. We could dribble twice, then we had to pass the ball. Uh, We were just considered delicate flowers, I think. It was crazy. I do have friends from Marietta that I'm still friends with, and they talk about how they wish there had been sports when, that they could play in. They were good at sports, but there just wasn't any opportunities at most schools. So I, th- I, I, think, I think young women today probably cannot imagine that. Um, and it's it's an incredibly good thing that that Title IX happened. Well, you mentioned you had classmates who had wished this had you know you'd had these opportunities. Do you recall when you were a student here? I mean, again, you know, the times were different. You know, you said you you still have the the handbook of you know you got as what was expected of you as a student and when you could you know what you could wear and those kind of things. But did you have friends that were like? I wish we had these, even then, that we're talking about, man, you know, we go to basketball games, we go to football games. I wish we had these opportunities. Um, you know, was it even discussed? Was it ever a topic of discussion amongst, you know, you and your friends? Uh, actually, not that I recall, no. Um, it's just the way it was. We, I mean, times were very different then, and I think most people that are my age would say the same thing. It the expectations were were very different. I will tell you that the difference in how the professors even t- treated you for learning was incredibly different between the middle 60s and the late 70s, early 80s. The encouragement that I got from professors when I went back to school, uh, I, you know, I will give a shout-out to my English professor, um, Stephen Bloom. And he, he's the one that told me I'll make my living writing, and I did. Uh, but, I mean, the, it was very different. I really felt the encouragement wasn't there when I went the first time, as it was the second time. Well, Karen, for those who are listening, I would like, you know, wh- where do you live now? What, what did you do for a career? Give them just a quick update on some of the things that you were able to do. I uh, now am retired or partially retired. I still write here and there. And I, you know, anyway, 
But I I live in Freiburg, Maine, which is right on the Maine New Hampshire border, in the White Mountains. I still ski. Uh, I was a runner for 30 years. I haven't really run for 10 years. But uh, um, and what did I do? I wrote for a newspaper. I was the marketing director for various ski areas. I was the uh, communications person for a major charity in Boston for a number of years. And I also did the marketing for my brother's software company, Carlson Software. And that was my career. And uh, I would say I owe most of my knowledge from when I went back to school. I, um, and uh, I loved learning going back much more than I did the first time. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. Well, here's my last question, and it's the last question I ask everybody that I've been doing these podcasts with. You know, we're talking about the progress that's been made over 50 years of Title IX and, and what it's meant to women's athletics. So my, my question to you now is, you know, what would you like to see over the next 50 years that you would say that you hope happens in women's athletics to show that Title IX is still having an impact? Wow. Um... Well, just that more women participate in sports. And uh, it's, it's not really whether you win or lose. It's, it's doing it. Um, I'll say I was a runner, and I think I only won one race because there was nobody in my age division. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and when I played tennis for Marietta, I won some and I lost some, um, but the whole the whole thing was participating, and and that the opportunities are out there, that there are athletes to look up to is pretty amazing. Um, it's it's a different world. It's a very different world than it was in the '60s, and Title IX made a big difference. Well, thank you to everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast, and thank you to Karen for sharing her Title IX story with us. If you're interested in supporting women's athletics at Merida College, you are encouraged to make a gift at www.marietta.edu.